0: dude they He's, they did a really good job of making him look ugly as shit yeah
1: <laughs> yes that is true he is very very homely he is like a
0: job of the hut but modern but gray <laughs> hd back in, like new technology
1: hello guardians and welcome back to another episode of After Hours at the Tower. My name is Lovin, and I'm here with Croissant. And we are uh, we're an- analyzing the new Lightfall trailer that dropped a little bit ago. We're a little late to it, but better late than never. Um, this is going to encapsulate the next year of Destiny. Um, and by year, I mean we are in the year of Witch Queen. After this year is concluded, we will go into the year of Lightfall. Um, and so we're just kind of just gonna gonna analyze this trailer, break it down a bit, and see what the new uh
0: see what the future has to offer. I guess. Oh yeah, I'm I'm still every time we get to watch the trailer, I'm excited. there's like, a, there's a lot you, in it. <laughs> if you mention Bungie and trailer in the same sentence, automatically like excitement.
1: They do so well yeah, with their trailers, so, good. so well, especially the, like the the like the cinema like the cinema cinematography that they do with it. I know it's all like rendered out and edited is not not really live action, but it looks so good. It it's, almost
0: feels like it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's so nice. Um so before we get into it, we're going to start off by playing the trailer um and then and then we will kind of break it down. So we'll 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 sit down no voice, just watch the trailer. Uh, and, then, and then we'll come back and, and just slowly go through what we see and, and thoughts, predictions, you know, so on and so forth.
0: man goosebumps every
1: time man they do so well on the cinematography
0: i I mean there's there's only so much that i can say about it other than just like i i love it with the three guardians
1: standing there at the end all in superman
0: (laughs) (laughs) It, it they do a very good job of just hyping you up throughout the whole thing and then giving little tidbits here and there of like things that you recognize and and things that that are new and exciting and it almost feels like a movie trailer mm-hmm.
1: and, and just like being able to we get, we get to see the witness a little bit too, but we'll kind of, we'll kind of we'll get into that when we, when we get there, I'm, 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 I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm so excited. This stuff has me. Yeah. geeking.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll go ahead and, and kind of jump through little pieces here and there, kind of in chronological order of how they came up. Um, just to give kind of, uh, our thoughts on, on exactly what we saw in our initial reactions uh for you guys here
1: yeah um first and foremost uh we get first frame is is of a location that we have not seen before we we it's it's all new um we know the name of it it is neomuna and it is a giant cyberpunky city and it looks so cool um the city is on neptune right that's correct correct neptune okay um and it's it's that that proves Savathûn's uh what is it two truths and a lie bit um where she said the last city is not the last city that was that was true because obviously mm-hmm. the city has been has just existed on Neptune
0: yeah um, so the i think the 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 lore quote unquote behind it uh is that this city was established like during the golden age similar to the to us on Earth. But during the collapse, the neomuna was actually not affected by it at all. It, it existed completely outside of the realm of the collapse. And so while Earth and and the rest of humanity and uh, the the galaxies, I guess, went through this collapse and this setback and, and all these struggles, Neomuna has just been living their best life.
1: Yeah, they've been and, on this some so, vibe shit.
0: Yeah, and, and somehow they have... We don't really know how, but they've managed to completely remain isolated from the rest of existence. Mm-hmm. So this um, is... Uh, I, I think it's still to be determined on exactly how we come across this or or how even The Witness found it or or, but it's it's a pretty cool location i would say
1: yeah like it looks phenomenal and and the trailer starts off with this beautiful like um sky uh skyline of like the like um of the city and, and and the and the and the you know tall buildings that they got going on um and then Lots you of can vibrant colors. Yeah, the colors are very like like neon lights, street signs everywhere. And then a shadow starts starts rolling in from the back. And then you flip the angle, and you see that it is a giant pyramid ship. But it's not in the shape of a pyramid. It is like it is like a callous ship. Um. So he has this this past season. Um. He Callus uh, successfully gave himself over to the witness, and now he is a disciple, and he has his own pyramid ship. That's what that's that, you know that that just comes with. However, this pyramid that he has been given is more like a Le- the Leviathan, in my opinion. I think it's 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 very yeah, it's similar very to
0: Leviathan-esque that. Very Leviathan esque, in yeah. the sense that it's not a traditional. Yeah,
1: pyramid he's got ship. he's got a he's got a, like a cabal base on the front of it too
0: it um, I, I can't whenever i look at it i can't help but but as like it, it looks like a mustache <laughs> it looks like, like it has a mustache, mustache. yeah like oh looks, yeah yeah it looks you're like right. it has a mustache <laughs> you're in my mind you're goes, very right it's, <laughs> and That's once funny. i've seen it you know it's one of those things you can't unsee mm-hmm.
1: damn it you, you're such an asshole now i'm gonna look at that every time <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Okay, well, he's got the he's got the the mustache statue on the front of it. Uh, you get a kind of an upskirt angle of his uh, of his pyramid ship, and the camera pans down, and you see familiar enemies, um, with a different look. This is the Shadow Legion, is what they're referred to as, and they're a cabal. Um, with their 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 armor is different, and they're they're running with pyramid technology. So they got one giant like pyramid. Kind of like the uh, caretaker has on his back, it's the same kind of pyramid-esque contraption stuck to the back of the of the cabal, which I presume means that they no longer have their uh, their weak spot
0: in the in the rear. If you know what I'm talking about, um, I almost wonder if like some of the enemies are are gonna be. I, I wonder if they're gonna be like yellow bar enemies, where you can like stun them in the head and then their back like opens up mm. like caretaker did yeah 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 to where you can do weak like weak point damage
1: maybe that would i feel like yeah, that I mean, that would it, make sense yeah
0: this uh, just like with the the amount of them that are in like these scenarios that they've created in the trailer they they appear to be red barred enemies yeah um, like so i mean i it, wonder i wonder if there's like either.
1: a yellow bar variant or maybe that's what the the um it's like the centurions turn into or the, right. or the gladiators they have that same mechanic to them mm-hmm. um it is a, it is a good uh like good, good prediction i i wouldn't see it just not too far off of right. what is reasonable um after that we get into we get a look at at the guardians um we get a What looks to be a hunter uh throwing knives into a bandolier we get a titan throwing bombs into a like a utility belt um and then we get another look at the cabal closer up uh there's nothing changed about their weaponry their eyes have this this really eerie glow to them now um but nothing nothing outside of the realm of expectation for what cabal are um and then and then we get a look at some green energy out of the blue. Now, this, when I first saw it, I was I was actually in the states when I first saw it, and I got up out of my chair and started jumping around. <laughs> I was I was so excited because I saw the green, and I'm like, oh my god, it's it's the toxic, like it's the thorn, um, thorn osteostriga uh, <laughs> subclass. Like that is what this is, and I was freaking out um we get i presume to be the hunter's hand down and he's running his fingers through his or her fingers through the through the energy um yeah. yes it is the hunter uh and then we get a look at the warlock who is rocking a breach loading grenade launcher that is obviously coming to the game uh this this is a this is all new weapon weapon types and then we pan over to the titan who is holding a lmg um I think
0: that's the. uh, I I think that's the auto rifle.
1: Is it? Is that what it looks like? I think. Yeah, the Silver storm. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, there you go. There's the exotic, uh, which which we have access to right now. I think, unless it's been disabled again. I think it's been disabled again. It is
0: currently disabled in dungeons, raids, crucible, and gambit.
1: Okay, so strikes and patrols is what you can use that gun in. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So. Get a titan with the Quicksilver, and then they start like firing at the at the Cabal we mentioned earlier. Warlock does some pretty fancy jumpy shit, and then we get a uh, our first ever official shot of Callus. Um, all of the rumors that Callus was not the traditional Cabal race, or this, that, and the third. Um, if it wasn't enough for his daughter being, you know, the the traditional Cabal race, he is. He is the big the big ugly that we've known him to be. And he is sitting in what I've been calling the forbidden bath water. But it is really just that orange, orangey-yellow darkness energy that we've seen around Vow the Disciple, Rolk's, like, beam juice. Um, he's sitting yeah. in a pool of that. And it looks like he's getting closed in to something. Like, in my opinion, he's, like, he's being encapsulated into something. Um, yeah, I, I wonder. I don't know what that entails obviously it's story related stuff i'm assuming that is him being like him ascending to being a disciple is my guess is what he what is going on there right um i don't i don't really like i'm trying to think of like words that are being said here um yeah so he's a callous in this instance is so
0: just kind of talking about you know um looking at it i almost wonder like if it's not being like closed in by it or they're just like moving around him i don't know it might yeah i mean it like- could
1: it uh, very much could just be like g- geometry moving around um yeah. and there's not much to talk about there we go back to uh the guardians you know making their way through Muna architecture fighting cabal and then out of the blue uh, a rocket flies in from behind all three of the guardians in the trailer and hits the uh, uh, one of three pyramid ships flying in the background, and then you know it pans to a ominous figure standing very, um, you know, perched up with with the sun in the background, very, very <laughs> picturesque. <Yes>. Yeah, <laughs> um, with a ginormous gun which takes up like. I'd say it's like sixty, seventy percent of their body, like height. It it takes up that amount. It's huge, um, and then it just fades into nothingness. And that is a new character that we now know as the Cloud Striders. Um, very little is known about them. Hey, unless I've been like very out of the loop.
0: Um, we, no, not not a lot a is known. We we, we know that know they're, they're human. Very- humanoid uh they're they're... humanoid but they're big they're 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 like giant compared to normal like sized humans so these guys are probably like upwards of like eight feet plus tall
1: yeah they're they're huge and and clearly there's some there's some futuristic weaponry going on because that gun appeared out of nowhere or it didn't appear out of nowhere it went to nowhere like it just shrunk down to nothingness so there's some there's some pretty crazy technology going on with with them um and and I, i
0: think i think the lore basically is that they're also like uh cyber like they have cyber modifications to the to their bodies right like cyber enhancements
1: i wonder if that's kind of like a siva type like nanotechnology. i know that that's kind of what they were what they mentioned in the in the actual uh
0: yeah showcase i i think they did mention that and it would make sense i guess but there's like there's a couple of things where some of the lore is visible for some of the uh, weapons and some of the new things in the game where things are things are being connected behind the behind the scenes where it's like where the exo stranger or uh elizabeth has been like was in contact with like her fish Mm -hmm. is supposedly from here uh and and so there's like in the lore like the exos are mentioned in the lore for the new uh exotic weapon and elsie as well okay and so it's it it could be derived or, or connected to where you could think that siva and, and nanotechnology is very prominent either in the city or uh, we got it from the city, you know?
1: Right. I mean, that there was some rumors of a SIVA-based season. So, like, maybe that those rumors stemmed from the nanotechnology that they were kind of, like, working with story-wise, you know? Right maybe maybe and then after that we uh we get another shot of callus presumably in his own pyramid ship is my understanding with he with it in the forbidden bath water he's still hanging out and he's talking to the witness he's having a
0: full-on conversation with witness boy um, i just want to mention really quick like looking at at the game it looks and, and then looking at callus like earlier on in the trailer where it first showed callus in his little pool like the the amount of detail like it looks like it's like ultra hd like like absolutely crazy like Mm -hmm. movie level cgi and in detail
1: yeah he's got he's got (laughs) kind of like a, a black eye going on here man he's been he's been battered Dude,
0: they he's, they did a really good job of making him look ugly as shit. Yeah, <laughs> yes,
1: that is true. He is very very homely. Is like isn't he?
0: Jabba the Hut, but modern, <laughs> but gray, HD like, in, like new technology.
1: Yeah, ugh. Um, but yeah, no, he's he's having a conversation with the witness. Witnesses is, is saying that let the guardians, you know, let them let them come, let them let them try to stop the final shape um he's very confident in his abilities and with good reason uh and then we get a shot of all three uh all three guardians again the hunter is holding a hand cannon that is very looks very very long like the barrel itself looks super um it looks like it has a giant suppressor on it uh and I know it's a hand cannon and not a sidearm because the way it reloads, it's got the, uh, what's it called? What's that? What's that shit called? The the revolving magazine, uh. In it, Titan is still using the, the auto rifle, and the Warlock is still rocking the breech loading grenade launcher. Um. And then we get a shot of something that i'm looking forward to fighting but also very nervous because i feel like this is going to be some (laughs) right did you, you you never played halo as a kid hey no so for my halo fans out there um there is an enemy called the hunter in that game and it's this giant shielded bitch that you can't shoot like it's armored up to the point where you can only shoot it in the back like there's this like tiny slit in the back where you can shoot it and then after a certain amount of time, you can take off some more armor on the back and then it'll it the whole back is damageable but this to me gives off like you can't just shoot it to kill it so you have there's gonna be something you have to do um whether it be breaking like weak points kind of like rock there's a little bit there's something that I'll get into later in the trailer that um but this to me seems like a enemy type that isn't gonna be. Your standard break an elemental shield, shoot it to death. Shoot it to death. You know, there's gonna be some some more to it. Um, and then you know, just standard trailered shit. You see the uh, guardians running toward a glass window. Wonder what they're gonna do with that one. Um, and then another close up of the witness. Guardians jump out said window. They're being chased by Cabal, and the Cabal all have jetpacks, so they you know they're flying and as our guardians are falling to their presumed doom they use this green energy it's back again and they spider-man traverse through the the ski the the city you know skyscrapers let's touch Literally, on that for a second yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is this um we we know this to be strand and this
0: is what i like to call the
1: booger subclass the booger subclass yes <laughs> it is i don't it is it, it, it's it's quite literally a a mixture of like spider-man grapple hooks and um i guess the way that some of the developers described it is you are like tugging at the strings that are connecting like the fabric of reality basically so um you're weaving things into existence um by an energy that is not necessarily seen, but like it's it's all around. Um right. so it's an interesting concept. I'm excited. Kind of in the way that I was excited for Stasis. That excitement died out really quickly because Stasis was busted as fuck and annoying. So I hope I'm hoping Um that they've learned a little bit through solar void and arc 3.0 plus stasis that this is going to turn out pretty okay so
0: yeah i mean it, it it seems like i'm i'm more interested in in how it plays out lore wise and how we come to discover it and and how we learn to realize that it's been here like this whole time and we haven't known about it mm-hmm. um it, it makes me curious like like what else is is there you know right yeah like how many other
1: like what don't we know that is just around like we didn't know that neo-moon existed strand has just always been a thing um but we haven't been able to tap
0: into it um yeah what else do we not know i was also really excited when like in in i think they show not in the trailer but in the showcase in general they show like a a more in-depth kind of usage of this subclass and show different locations that are already in the game and have been in the game for a long time where you can still use this subclass to do some pretty, pretty crazy things. And yeah, it's just got my mind like racing on like, Oh man, what, like what are the possibilities, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: And like, what are the limitations of strand, you know, like where, right. What, how far can we push the movement and stuff because it is like every single class gets this, gets this grapple hook ability. How, how can we use it? Like which class is going to be able to like maneuver the best with it? Um, yeah, it's all yeah. to be seen. I'm, I'm really excited. I, my hunter heart, uh, you know, I'm, 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 hoping that it's like fulfilling the, the stealthy, like, <laughs> ninja vibe of, 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 you know, how how some hunters um operate like i know with 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 void and being invisible like that's so cool um to me anyways um this this is this is a this could be a movement tech that i just like super vibe with i don't know
0: yeah and it's gonna be especially weird to kind of get used to it at the beginning because there there are clips in the showcase where you are grappling onto quite literally thin air and and there's no like uh, anchor point for your grapple so where you're kind of just floating in the middle of the air and you just grapple onto nothing and then swing. But then there's clips where you are grappling onto something right uh, so it's like it, it's gonna be weird like if that's like a, a thing that's automatically determined when you activate the ability or, like I wonder if the if the determining factor into what it grapples onto is going to be finicky or how exactly that gets calculated. Hmm. Um.
1: Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we see the the, the characters here kind of grapple uh, again. I presume on nothing because there's nothing right above them. Um, into onto a onto a platform with a bunch of cabal uh, closing in. And then we get the Lightfall logo and, you know, the uh, the date that that, that, that that this comes out is um, 2-28-23. Uh, you can pre-order this now at any point. I have it pre-ordered. Um, I'm, I'm so ready for this. Yeah. Th- I, this trailer, man, there's there's so much into it, so much to unpack. Um the the location is the the, the the new location the new supers the air quote new enemy types um especially with the what, uh, what is the name of it i can't even remember but there's the cloud strider but then there's the the uh the new the, the new tormentor? big enemy ty- tormentor there you go so new enemy type in that so that is to be seen is that is that the same like race as rolk i don't think so because he's the last surviving
0: brain correct yeah wise that we know of I, i'm pretty sure yeah he is
1: yeah so he's not it's it's not a lubrian it's it's a pyramid being of some kind maybe something manifested by the darkness who knows
0: i mean um, like that like the caretaker was was the the witness kind of experimenting on or broke experimenting on various creatures and like altering their appearance so it could be Kind of like a like a Frankenstein type thing, where they've taken little bits and pieces of, of different things and put them together.
1: Right. Well, maybe, man, maybe. Um, and then and then you know, Quicksilver Storm. We can see uh, the pre-order bonuses and stuff. And that's the end of the trailer. That's it. Um, it's really really interesting. Uh, there's a lot of little things in there with the with the location. It's very bright and vibrant. I'm excited um but i don't want to get my hopes up because every single time i see some like a game do a big city i'm like that's really cool however what are the chances that like you can actually like explore a lot of it or is it just a bunch of streets and shit
0: right you know right. Like, like how much of it is actually like just filler and how much is actually like can i go
1: into a random immersive. side shop and like like can i get into a shootout with enemies and jump behind the bar at, like you know and and start you, you use the bar as cover you know what i mean mm-hmm. is that a thing or do i have to like just stay stay in the streets and walk around downtown manhattan basically <laughs> like is right, there right. is there is there depth to it or no so that's that's one thing i'm a little bit weary about but other than that i'm excited um any anything any else to touch on with the uh with the trailer itself
0: um the trailer itself i mean like i said earlier is really well done really has my hopes high um i i think it's kind of one of those things where it's easy to get carried away in in thinking about what could be it's important to realize that and it's all like it's still a long ways away and there's mm-hmm. still a lot that can change and a lot that could still like like it's very possible that they get closer to release and they're like, oh, hey, well, we actually want to change this because we think that this would allow us to to tell a better story. And and so, I mean, it there's like I'm not like completely committing myself to. Uh, to the state that it's in right now, but I'm <laughs> yeah. definitely excited right okay
1: um coming with lightfall not only is obviously the new location and the new enemy types and and new guns and stuff but they're also bringing in a couple new features into the game which i am excited for they're bringing in an in-game lfg so that's a big plus you no longer have to use the destiny app or the big discord lfg or you know Xbox looking for groups or what this that and the third. You can do it in game now with an in game built in like with a built in feature, which is huge. Um, I
0: wonder. So immediately, the first thing I think of when when I think of like LFGs and in, in that kind of sense is uh, like the the maybe not so user friendly, like the the not so family friendly, I guess um, toxic players mm. and if i almost wonder like what happens if you get banned from from the big from the in-game lfg like is that even a thing that can happen yeah like, like what
1: are what are they doing to make sure that that's like an actual place that players want exactly,
0: to be exactly exactly like it, it's very easy for smaller lfgs and even like the big lfg to get toxic really fast yeah and it's just not like the best environment for finding people to play with mm-hmm. uh and and so i wonder like I know, further on we'll mention that there's a another feature that's going to be added, and I wonder if that's going to directly play into uh, the LFG and be like, this person is is more, I guess, more uh, patient, patient, and 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 more worth, I guess, playing with if you're an experienced mm-hmm. or.
1: Well, you know, what, let's let's just skip ahead a little bit and and talk about that right now then. Um, okay, yeah, it just fits into the conversation, to, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, so commendations are going to be added to the game, um, similar to like, uh, like that of Overwatch, where like after uh, an activity ends, you can uh, can select a player and you can give them a, a special kind of commendation based on if they're a, a good teacher or like knowledgeable or or like. Uh, just good at the game, or, or things like that, are just like funny or like helpful, and I guess they those are things that are like a statistic that will be displayed on your profile. Mm-hmm. To where... I'm gonna
1: be combination farming for
0: sure. LFG, oh, yeah, absolutely. Hit me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think they they wanted to take it a step further. I think they mentioned in in the showcase that there was going to be a uh, recognition available, like when you're in the tower and things like that, yeah. where players will be able to show off their commendations and, and be like, Hey, like I'm dedicated to the game and I'm impressed by this and I'm, I want to show this off to people. And so newer players will come in and see like, Oh, Hey, this is what I have to look forward to. Or like these guys know what they're talking about.
1: Yeah, this dude is is very experienced or he's a super sweat. And I need to right. I need to be performing so I don't embarrass myself, you know. Right. Um yeah, I think it's a good idea. Uh, makes me wonder if there's going to be negative things for this. I don't think they're going to be negative as in like you're the bottom of we'll the leaderboard. Like... <laughs> right, I'm going right. to I'm going to give you a, a bad review, but maybe in the sense of like this person is awful to deal with like (laughs) i can't like rating with this person they are very like they're not they're not a leader like they're not but even then like that that can get toxic real fucking fast
0: yeah as i think i think that wouldn't really match like the bungee's like all-inclusive like they want to be more open for everybody but at the same time it's like maybe it'll be uh like a a shadow statistic i guess
1: (laughs) thumbs up thumbs down
0: (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. YouTube likes, right. no one they can see remove them. Remove the dislike button. <laughs> yes, yeah,
1: exactly, yes.
0: But it's um, still there.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Who knows, man? It's to be seen. The LFG is a good idea in theory. They just need to get it right, right out the gate. Um, I guess moving on from that, you know, that, that side of things, the combination and LFG, more in-game things that are being added. The in-game mod uh, build saving. So similar to the way that that transmog works, you can now, or I guess you will be able to save builds in game, not just on uh, Light G or uh, Destiny Item Manager or any of those those kind of third parties. You can do that in game now, which is interesting to me. Um, I don't know how much I'm going to use it because I all my builds are basically built or broken down into armor sets. Um, so it's not like it's gonna affect me too much, but I can see people who don't have very many god rolls of armor sets, and if they have, say you have a chess piece that's like super, super well, um, like distributed stat wise, and you want to use it for this build and this build, what I would do is I would just find another chess piece that matches um, or is slightly similar, and then use that to build into a new, uh, new build. But not everybody has that luxury, not everybody has those that armor, like RNG um right. or that many armor pieces just saved. So it's not not reasonable to do. So this gives them the gives people the opportunity to keep one really really good set of armor, two really really good sets of armor and then make a bunch of builds through what they have. Um, which is which is nice. I think that's a good touch. I might use it for like a few things, maybe use the same armor set um,
0: but mod
1: differently whether I'm playing crucible or raiding, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the big thing that I'm going to use it for is uh like having obviously like in Vogue I use a different Thundercrash build than I would for, for another encounter or for like Rolk, I guess. Right. Uh and so just I, I have to switch some of my mods around and, and this way it, it can be done. I I'm hoping that similar to or I guess not similar to Dim is that it would be able to be used While in an activity and not necessarily in orbit. Right. That's going to be. I mean, that's the hope. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually, I don't know off the top of my head if that was a confirmed thing or if it's going to be still up in the air. I'm sure it will. Being able to do it on the fly, like in an activity. And I mean, I'm okay with progress on super and, and abilities being reset. But just the ability to hot swap like that on the fly. In different situations would be super helpful especially for like gms um where i can have my gm build saved and ready to go to where like when you start launching an activity and you're like oh shoot did i forget to equip this mod instead of having to orbit there's was really quick before you go in just hit your gm loadout and then you're good to go yeah that's a huge quality of life thing it's gonna make it just more accessible and more uh yeah more kind of like immersive for mm-hmm. for players i think
1: right okay um and then last on the agenda here my question for you is do you have any predictions for where the game is going like obviously we have the rest of witch queen to get through we're in the middle of season of the plunder um we're i'm assuming uh, hopefully hopefully we're wrapping up the aramis storyline um i i hope so too <laughs> i'm really frustrated that they brought her back like that's that's now the big bad from beyond light that wasn't killed off and now is back they did it again with savathun because um emaru is still alive Amaru is still out so that means savathun is still an option um I'm really frustrated with how they're not wrapping up storylines and there's a bunch of loose ends because like even like like um there we don't know where uh what's his name went uh Rasputin went he just disappeared that's another loose end like they've been doing it consistently for forever even something as far back as Nokris who we killed in a fucking strike came back later on like there's no real wrap up anymore so right. what is what are your predictions going forward for the like where are we what where do you think we're gonna start lightfall and then where do you think lightfall is gonna go? I know that's like a that's pretty so, loaded question because
0: so it it's weird because like this part right here could literally be like an entire episode in and of itself. Um just because with the introduction of Neomuna, um and, and I was talking about this to you before we even started recording. It was like it it changes or it has the potential to change so much about the game. Because just a, a, a quick little thing here, like so far, the game has consisted of the, the big collapse. Mm-hmm. humanity's struggle. The fallen had their big collapse when the traveler abandoned them. So the fallen have been struggling. Um, the hive has uh, have had their struggle with um, with their uh, with figuring out that um, uh, blah, 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 blah blah the um, traveler bit
1: like traveler yeah with the
0: traveler right. Um, it, it's it's just this general story uh, and like the vex and their struggle with Asher Mir. Um, there's. Yes. And, and And cabal, homeworld being destroyed, it, it's all of these races and and all these creatures have been struggling and and have had this these problems. Um, and then Neomuna is introduced now, and they're like, hey this this whole ecosystem has existed without this struggle. Um And so I know a lot of people are kind of hesitant to to be excited about it because they're a bit confused as to how these uh this civilization has existed mm-hmm. completely oblivious to all of this struggle mm-hmm. well they are at the edge of the galaxy right if you nobody
1: likes pluto we're not counting pluto it is the f- like it is the farthest thing re- like it's the farthest real like land mass or like space mass in our galaxy mm-hmm. so distance wise i guess it makes sense um because of the collapse like humanity's collapse there could like there most likely was a communication break there which makes sense because again because of the distance um as for why nobody else knows that they're there it's a gas planet it's a gas giant so I don't really right. know the the ins and outs of how it's there um it could just be a floating mm-hmm. giant floating city in the middle of a gas giant which, would make sense as to why nobody fucking knows it's there because who the, who is going to look, you know, I don't know. Um, to me that, that section, that why it's, why it's thriving in the way that it is makes sense. However, I understand where people are coming from as in like, if they are, if they're technologically advanced to the point of na- like nanotechnology, how right. are they not reaching out?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, they, they have, they surely they've, they've tried to leave the planet
0: yeah, unless they're I, like, it's, no, it's safe here. We're chilling. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> or it's like they can like see what's going on in other places, and they're like, you know what, we like it here. <laughs> you know what? I'm not leaving. Fuck that. Yeah. It's like when you wake well, up in the
1: morning and it's it's like the weather is shitty, and you're like, I'm not going for a run <laughs> yeah, today.
0: Like I'm I'm okay. Yeah. Um. But but kind of tying it back in, I guess. uh Obviously, there is a reason that that the witness and and Callis are 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 invading uh and and so my prediction would be there's something here that the witness is after uh and and i don't i don't want to be like i'm I'm not like educated super like on on the lore and, and the ins and outs of different things but part of me imagines that that maybe uh Rasputin and when uh so Rasputin wasn't destroyed Rasputin was put into an engram correct
1: huh
0: uh or something like that I think Rasputin was so I know he wasn't destroyed he was stored somewhere and and essentially somebody took him and fled uh huh. and so I I wonder if if either Rasputin or or even deeper than that, maybe even like the witnesses going after like the veil and maybe the veil is there. Um, oh, yeah. And, and and so they're like, there's got to be some reason that that they're attacking this place. Um, and and so my prediction is that there's going to be a big reveal kind of in the storyline during the campaign where um, we find out why they're occupying this place and it, it kind of leads more into our our like inevitable confrontation of the witness. Right. Now I don't I reasonably I don't expect us to to reach a a point where we're fighting the witness during Lightfall. Um the way that that Bungie has been kind of making it out to be is that the witness is going to be kind of like the the final. The final enemy, I guess. Uh, and and so for us to. Discover the witness in in during the witch queen and then to kill him in Lightfall, I mean, it, it feels too soon. But at the same time, like. You know, like how how much longer are they gonna like stretch it out, you know, but i I think the big things that are gonna happen, my prediction would be, yeah, we we figure out why he's there. Uh, there's gonna be some more story like plot unlock about like either Rasputin or or the veil vale or or something like that because i I really do think that Rasputin will play a part in the end of the game. Right, because Rasputin was fucking opy as shit, um, and and for like when like you said earlier, they've they've left a lot of this stuff open, and a lot of these storylines kind of unfinished. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it they have to do something to kind of bring it all together. Right, and that's that's the bit like, I think I,
1: I don't want the cliche of everything culminating into one giant like wrap-up story um all at once you know what I mean like like that's great like those those kind of stories if they're done well they work and I'm sure Bungie can do it well but I I don't know I just I kind of I kind of would would more prefer we this conflict arises and then we solve it in such a way and then the witness was like hey enough and then shows up and then we have to deal with his conflict as opposed to um the the way we deal with this conflict is then now other shit from the past just source resurfaces now we're dealing with all of it at once in one way right you know what i mean right. like that's my like if we if we I could mean, just like handle the witness problem in like a unique way on our not necessarily on our own but like without having to then branch off for aramis and then branch off for Amaru again right, and then right. you know i don't know
0: yeah it's it's like i almost feel like they left it all open and what they're gonna do is they're gonna be like hey you know, now you've got Keitel and the Cabal on your side. Now you've got Misrax and, and the Fallen and the Spider and, and all of them on your side. And, and then next thing you know is there's going to be, uh, and you've got like Savathun is a, a quote unquote guardian now. And uh, the Hive are on your side. And, and like, <laughs> like, like what, what's next? Like, how are we going to get the Vex on our side? um yeah (laughs) and then we're all gonna fight the witness together and then we will all shake hands and all live happily ever after like it seems i don't know it seems
1: too forced and too fake like a vex partnership i would actually cream i love the vex (laughs) i love the idea of the vex they're so cool fighting them is my favorite um catch catch me fucking catch me going to bingo with the vex dog (laughs) <laughs> god damn i mean i'd get smacked because they'll calculate every probability and they know who wins beforehand but whatever you know the right. homies i love the vex but no like that 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 idea like we've already made an alliance with the fallen cabal or an alliance what the fuck what now <laughs> you know right i i wouldn't doubt that that hive alliance is next the way that savathun was talking to us at the end i don't Mm -hmm. know man like
0: she's it's like like the i don't know and obviously it wouldn't be all of the hive in general right that would destroy so many different strikes and things like that yeah the light
1: the light uh what is it the 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 lucent lucent brood yeah lucent brood that's probably like the lucent brood alliance and then i honestly i wouldn't doubt that if the vex saw their existence in like saw a threat to their existence that I wouldn't doubt that they right. assisted to like right. not without with like nonverbal communication like the enemy of my enemy is my friend you know what I'm saying
0: right like if it was the veil for instance right
1: yeah like I don't know I just th- then- there's the solid predictions like I'm, I'm with you almost 100% of the way through here Um. and then and then going past like the, then we have the final shape too so like what like what's happening there I don't know uh, so much so much yeah. to think about all at once it's it's all like predictions right now um, but yeah no I I, uh, I I think I think we the future for destiny looks bright any closing remarks here
0: um I mean I'm really excited I'm happy that with the addition of all this new content and and new kind of leaks and things like that they're they're taking a lot of player feedback into consideration and putting and, and making the game more accessible to everybody like right. just specifically the lfg in-game the in-game uh, loadouts and the commendation system is really like it it makes me feel like the game is going to continue on for a while um but at the same time, like story-wise, like there's if they want the game to realistically exist for a couple more years, then I feel like the witness isn't going to be the last big thing, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it would be a conclusion for the light and dark saga. Um, but I guess my the the, th- the questions that are still going in my head now as we finish off here is like what would happen next in in order to either kick off a new saga or like how would they continue the light and dark saga or or would they just say like okay well they've implemented all of these features into the game to to have like a baseline to then take into their next title where they start a new saga
1: mm-hmm. um I- I was talking to Riker, actually, and he mentioned that a developer brought up, like, started talking about the next 10 years of Destiny and how they don't intend to switch games much. The word much there kind of intrigues me. I'm assuming that they're going to finish off Destiny 2 and then do another game and then leave it at that for the next, like, 10 years. Like, 10, like eight. I guess it would be eight years. Um, right. And, and it's of Destiny content, not necessarily Destiny as the game we know it now but like the universe right
0: right because um, there there is talk about a uh, a mobile game being produced and developed by bungie be right. like a mobile shooter um but it is in the universe of destiny but it's not related to the light and dark saga at all right
1: man this is uh, there's just so many different things yeah. and from so many different outlets too so
0: yeah and i mean completely like outside of the game like unrelated like Destiny 2 is running, has been out for years now, and technology and and computers and things are so much more powerful now, and the engines that that games are being developed on are so much more capable Mm -hmm. to where I almost wonder, like, it would make more sense to, to finish out the saga on Destiny 2 and then to start a new title with a new updated engine new framework new structure that would Mm -hmm. event like inevitably allow for more progress to be made and more impressive content to be added right uh, without having to worry about all of these issues that are happening right now with the kind of the instability of these older engines Mm -hmm. so i was kind of talking to brave about
1: the possibilities of a prequel um Ooh. like a like a game like a destiny game that took pa- took place during the collapse um Ooh, and then yeah. and then we were talking about like oh is it would it just be the same shit different different time time period i'm like well you know what'd be cool is if you were a non like light bearer during the collapse so like it's it's kind of like the last of us survival type um where like you're you're like making your way there's no last city you are like traveling the edz or traveling fucking like sandbox survival sandbox is destiny to sandbox survival like
0: (laughs) okay no (laughs) gather resources
1: (laughs) fucking living in the sewers sewer rats type but you know like
0: destiny and minecraft (laughs)
1: Right. Yes. The fallen are everywhere and you're (laughs) building your infinite water source in a two by two (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um,
1: the one, the one story that that I always think is interesting is Amanda Holiday's story. She like traveled across Europe to get to the last city. Mm -hmm. Um, and all she had the chaperone shotgun with, that was all that her, her, her and her family had. Um, to get to like keep themselves safe and that like idea of of like having nothing and having to just like make your way and survive in this post-apocalyptic world after the collapse i think would be a really cool concept for a game
0: yeah Um, especially
1: in the destiny universe right man like fallen uh like back in the pirate days Mm -hmm. where they're like just straight up scavenging and and just murdering anybody they see man that would be
0: sick that'd be dope 100% yeah
1: but it is what it is it is all to be seen I'm very excited for the future of destiny um that being said I think it is time we we wrap up here thank you all for listening um we will see you I will see you guys uh on stream um you know if you guys feel like you want to pop by I'm usually usually live um from from 5 p.m central standard time onward um and it as as per my schedule it's looking like it can be every day now so i will be live every day from Let's five go! <laughs> i will be live every day five five p.m central standard time on to about midnight one in the morning um but everybody be safe don't get murdered and we'll see you guys in the next episode
0: take it easy